Well, Craig, first of all, happy birthday. Welcome to the 60-plus club. <laughs> yeah. What, what, what are we, sexagenarians now? Is that what they call us, <laughs> sexagenarians? I kind of I kind of like the sound of the first part, but I don't know <laughs> really what it means. <laughs> no, I, I, hey, you know, hey, 60 is the new 40. That's what they tell me. So it's all well, good. I, I'm in. And you know what? I was just saying, it's just a, you know, just a quick little reflection. Talking about Nick Lewis, hearing that comment about Nick Lewis, the horse, it's more than a logo. Mm-hmm. And so... You take a trip, you know, and the sun goes around a year and you arrive at another birthday. But uh, you know what I'm appreciative of? I'm appreciative of family and friends that uh, that you just feel so lucky to be part of. And, you know, Jock, that includes you and uh, so many others. And, you know, that's what I really reflect on on, on, on a birthday. I, I, I think about how lucky I am. And that's every day. That's not just on your birthday. So, you know, I hear Nick uh, talk about coming back to the horse and what it means. It's awesome. And, you know, I just, you know, last night what happened in the uh, Cincinnati Buffalo game, I think it was a, and obviously it's sad, the news is trending in the right direction. But let's keep this in mind sports is entertainment, it's a distraction, and never, ever is it something bigger than life. Ever. Don't let, and I don't care if you've lost and you've had heartache on, on whatever playing field you, you, you participate on. Light uh, sport is never bigger than life. Very, very well said. And and hey, that that brings me back to 2002. You were the manager of the Calgary yep. Flames. Only time in NHL history that a fan was killed during a hockey game. Uh, t- take me back to that. And and it was a young fan. Uh, did the players know the severity at the time? Uh, how did you handle that uh, as a manager? Well, Jock, like you know, it's timely, right? That you bring that up. Uh, you know, w- we knew that uh, the, the, the puck had gone into the stands and, and hit a young uh, hit a young fan. And you know, Peter Hanlon. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I can say this unequivocally. Like from a from a perspective of, of communications and PR, there's nobody anywhere near Peter Hanlon. There might be some that are close. There's nobody near. And he, he he handled everything so well. You know, okay, let's understand what's happening here. I mean, uh, a, a stick and I, I, I think a jersey got into the stands and was given to the family of that young girl. Because it was only days later that uh, her condition worsened and right. ultimately and sadly passed away. But but that's what happened initially, and you, you know there's always concern. You know even though we were playing in Columbus and we were the visiting team, you know there was no question that uh, you know Peter's uh, understanding of the of the situation and, and then how, how, how to try to handle it in in, in a manner and in a positive way, not not thinking in any way, shape, or form that somebody was going to pass away. Right. That just speaks volumes about Peter. I will tell you this: Derek Morris took the shot. And much like what happened in the Buffalo Bills game last night, you know, when Derek heard about the young girl passing, I mean, it wasn't about hockey anymore. It was like, I can't believe that a puck came off my stick and, 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 and that's occurred. And, and I think that's the biggest part of, of these types of events that tragically end this way. And, and, you know, uh, to 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 see his concern and to see his you know sadness and 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 really like like you know I'm, I'm, he he's playing hockey but it was it was far bigger than playing hockey. Mm-hmm. What did happen though 
and it was significant, and it happened immediately. Netting went up all around NHL ranks. So out of out of a very very unfortunate situation, something uh, ended up uh, happening that's created a much safer place uh, for fans all around the NHL and, and in junior ranks. Not Jock. You know, he, he talked about turning 60. We remember. We remember. I mean, that's 21 years ago. But before that, junior rinks didn't have netting. And, you know, you know, go at your own risk. Well, no way you should go to a, a sporting event and be at risk. You should be there for entertainment. So the fact that netting's all up around the, the rinks is, is a byproduct of that. But make no mistake about it. Derek Morris and, and, and the Calgary Flames players at that time were were incredibly impacted by that very, uh, you know, unfortunate and sad ending for that young girl's life. The young lady's name was Brittany Cecil. She was 13, and uh, as Craig said, she died two years, uh, two days after being struck on the head in the temple by a hockey puck. Um, again, trying to put it into perspective from what happened last night, uh, you know, the, the the Cincinnati Bengals, the Buffalo Bills, they're going to have to deal with this in, internally and, and probably bring in some counselors because there were some players that were pretty shaken up uh, last night. Um, did, did you have to bring in counseling for, for Derek or anything for, from that standpoint? Uh, no, we, I, I mean, in, 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 at that time, no, we didn't. We okay. didn't bring in counseling. Quite, you know, you, you look back on it and you think to yourself, why did we bring in counseling, right? Like, you know, it's it, if that situation like the lake, you know, we see different scenarios occur, it's the first thing that you do now. And, you know, 21 years ago isn't that long ago. But, you know, I I think that we've progressed as a society, or at least I hope we progress as a society in a lot of ways, and understanding that, you know, what 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 the players experienced is something that, you know, you, you never want to ha- have anybody experience. And, and then how do you help them deal with it? Because everybody deals with it differently. You know, you think about the emotions that go with the, the situation last night in Cincinnati. I mean, you're watching a teammate, you're watching somebody that's a respected opponent, you know, receive CPR on the field and all like, excuse me, Josh, yeah, I have to sneeze. No, anyway, no uh, and, and you see that happen on the field and there's no way it can impact you. And, mm-hmm. but it's going to impact everybody differently. Everybody's going to, so you, you have to bring in professionals to, to help with that process. And, you know, we didn't, and, you know, I asked myself, why didn't we? And it, it, it wasn't about neglect or negligence. It was just about, okay, yeah, you know what, we'll just let everybody deal with it. And we've moved so far past that when it comes to mental health and, you know, dealing with uh, trauma. And, and that's a positive. That's another positive. that we, 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 These things don't happen now where, oh, go, yeah, go deal with it. You figure out how to deal with it. You know, help is provided. Right. Uh, a, a similar situation, not close to the same, when Chris Pronger was hit in, in the chest with a slap shot. His heart stopped, and he collapsed on the ice. You know, fortunately, not not seriously, uh, like it happened to DeMar Hamlin last night, where, you know, obviously he's he was in intensive care in a, in a hospital afterwards. Uh, I, I, I guess I'm putting this into a perspective of, of pro sports. Protocol has to be in, in play. Like, we, we have seen tragic accidents in, in car racing where, you know, drivers have, have passed away. And and I don't, I'm not sure if... if if pro sports is ready to come up with a protocol, should there be a protocol? Well, I mean, what I would say, Jock, is this. It, 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 you should discuss what protocols could, uh, you know, be put in place. So I talked about the netting. 
right? Like, you know, we, we, we think about pucks flying out of the rink. Like, mm-hmm. why did it take something significant, young Brittany's death, to lead us to have netting? We, 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 you know, one of the things that you, that you do in society is you, is you anticipate problems instead of uh, having to deal uh, with the aftermath right. uh, with, with problems. And, and I think that we're, we should always be thinking about those things when it comes to, uh, you know, trying to create a safe environment. And, and, and there's a lot of that, like Yuri Fisher. Yuri Fisher, the Detroit Red Wings defenseman, he collapsed on the bench. So what ends up happening, okay, you have defibrillators. And, and you know, it's interesting, not interesting, but one of the things that we have defibrillators in arenas and in sporting fields and, and gymnasiums all around the country. Well, one thing we should be thinking about, and it's made me think about it, you know, last night, this morning, through the day, how many people know how to use a defibrillator? Great question. What ends, Great if, question. What ends if me and you are out on the, just playing hockey and something happens to me and you go, okay, I, I have this defibrillator. Number one, where is it? Okay, I know where it is, but do I know how to use it? Right? And so maybe those are the next steps that we have to do. You know, we, we talk about... You know, when we were younger, I, I remember in high school going through CPR and things like that. So, you know, preventive, what's the saying? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You know, you know, we, we, we put things in place, but let's make sure that we know how, how to utilize it. That it's not just, and I just use defibrillator as one example. Let's make sure that we know how to administer help if, if we're in a situation like that. You know, the NFL... You know, they have doctors and readily available ambulances have to be on site. It's the same thing with uh, the NHL. They put in protocols over years. Ambulances have to be placed. You know, if an ambulance takes the player to the hospital and there's not another ambulance there, play cannot continue. I don't know if you know that, Josh. No, that's... that's Like, uh, until there's another right. ambulance in place in the arena, play cannot continue. Because in case of, you know, something happening, and that's that's a good safeguard. It is. But, you know, there, there's a lot of things that we can do. And again, I, I use the, the ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And, you, you know, it's, you know, examining what we can do better to, to you know, we want the, the environment to be as safe as possible, but that can't not always be the case. And certainly the NFL and the NHL and professional sports have, have more resources at their, at their disposal with respect to uh, emergency and, and medical care. But if you're playing at the hockey arena, you know, you can save a life by knowing uh, or on the soccer pitch or at the high school gymnasium. You, you, you can save a life by knowing how to use a defibrillator. Just, just.